on the 11th day of Christmas, namely night, these games give to me 11 ghosts possessing, 10 keen scheming, 9 orphans playing, 8 urkels geeking, 7 twins twinning, 6 sliders sliding, 5 fruit cakes, Four time loops, three young kids, two prophetic dreams, and a refrigerator day bonus. Awesome. That, that was good. Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Instagram and Twitter at Namely90s with a 90S. This show is also released on YouTube at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And feel free to head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s with a 90S if you'd like to support the show. And a big welcome to the 11th installment of our second annual 12 Days of Christmas specials. Brandon's oh, was just making was random. Well, I, was going for ele- I was going for 11, and then it's our second 11, so that's. Ah, yes, oh, it is. And then I went a little Nixony with it, so but, I apologize. Uh, as usual, we have another special guest. Brandon, would you like to introduce him today? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. Oh, if yeah. you're listening to this on the day that it is dropped, uh, we have uh, on the podcast today, we have Scott from... And I always, I always have to pause before I say this because it's, it's awesome and it's very in your face. There's like five exclamation marks, I think, in the name. I may be exaggerating on that last part, but it's all '90s action all the time, and also New Horror Express. We got a host of two epic podcasts joining us right now. Uh, He's a double threat, Scott, with regards to podcasting. I guess, indeed. Not, uh, I don't think I'll ever be a triple threat though. So, like, that's too much. <laughs> you, you never know what you might take on in the future. Um, but yes, uh, welcome to uh, Namely 90s. Yes, welcome. welcome to the 12 Days of Christmas uh, specials. And, well, uh, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excited absolutely. To talk about the X Files. <laughs> um, well, so to start off, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, either All 90s Action All the Time or New Horror Express or both uh, uh, simultaneously? Okay, yeah, I can tell you a little bit about both shows. Uh, so, All 90s Action All the Time is a podcast where me and my regular co host, uh, Craig Draheim uh, from Bloodhound Picks, um, and often a special guest. We'll talk about a 90s action movie. Um, we'll do like a kind of plot commentary on that movie. Uh, this year, the way we've done it, we've kind of done specific seasons based on specific action stars. This this year, we've done Steven Seagal, Sylvester Sloan, Kurt Russell, 
And, um, you know, by the time this goes out, our Val Kilmer season will have been done nice. and dusted as well. Uh, so, but uh, going into 2022, we're changing it up. Um, so each month we will have two films, one from 1992, one from 1997. So they're both um, having anniversary years, uh, 30th, 25th. And each month we'll have a kind of theme as well. So uh, going into January, we're going to have January. Um, where we'll uh-huh. be looking at uh, Police Cop, uh, not Police Cop, Police Story 3, Super Cop, and Mr. Nice Guy. And yeah, we'll go on the year, year like that with um, with the action one. Uh, with New Horror Express, it is a fortnightly interview podcast where I chat to indie horror directors, but also sometimes uh, authors and actors, screenwriters, uh, stuff like that. And also... We have like a spin-off show called the Guilty Pleasures Podcast, where once a month I talk about a Guilty Pleasures horror movie from the 21st century, usually with one of my former guests. So I know that's a lot, but um, no, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's really awesome. I didn't, for, our I didn't... Ignorant, for our ignorant American listeners, a fortnight is not just a video game. It's also <laughs> two weeks. Just oh, saying. Uh, a fork um, knife is two weeks? Fork knife? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. What do you uh, call it? Do you call it like, it's a sad state of affairs. We well, the thing that's funny about, about the way we use, we, we say things, it would be either 14 days, two weeks, or apparently bi-weekly means either twice in a week or every oh, other week. Oh, yes. And that's really confusing I, to me. I don't... Yeah. I recently found this out as well, because I always assumed that bi-weekly meant, meant like just twice a week. But mm. like, um, it can mean either. Uh, Very so. weird. Ah, the yeah, English uh, yes. language. Yeah, we we never <laughs> we like we never come to like a, an actual agreement on what it is because like I'll say biweekly and someone else will say biweekly and they'll be like, so twice a week or every other week. And it's like um, <laughs> twice every other week. All I know <laughs> is that the week goes both ways. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I should change the description on the uh, on the podcast description there because, like, I, I recently realized looking at my uh, statistics mm-hmm. that eighty percent of my audience is American for New Horror Express oh, wow. for some for some reason. So, like, <laughs> we do love our horror stories over here. <laughs> yeah, um, that uh, that's pretty cool. Um, the so I. Uh, for those of our listeners that remember all the way back to, I think it was, was it July? No, August, closer to August. Ooh, um, I would say August. I, I had the luxury of uh, being a guest host for your um, Kurt Russell season where we talked about Detroit. Escape from L.A. Yeah. Um, very much enjoyed getting to hop on there. And I think it was just, it was just you and me, Scott, because Craig had uh, other other things to do so yes i, got, and I, I had got. some sort of crappy excuse i don't remember i, I do apologize for my absence <laughs> yeah there was something yeah I think, yeah i think um um craig was visiting his parents or something and when he goes up there his, his folks live in like northern michigan and, and internet mm. is like, like in a forest or something i don't know <laughs> but like the internet doesn't exist yeah. I, it's just the, the connection is very bad and we've tried to record when he's been up there and it's it's Often going each each data shape. packet arrives on a horse. That's that's how bad that's what I'm saying. Yeah, without rider, it just shows up. Actually, uh, it's probably a dog sled in reality. 
The, Depending on the uh, mom. It, I, th- I think Andrew's excuse uh, I gave was something akin to uh, he was moving out of his studio and didn't have his new studio uh, <laughs> yes. created at the moment. I was I just driving I through a tunnel for an hour and a half. That, that's why. Well, I do, I do. I do like making up random excuses. Like he fell into a, an endless void. Um, or, I like using the excuse of I'm driving through a tunnel because I live in a place that has no tunnels. <laughs> Whenever I have, you hear that with phone calls, you know, there's not a tunnel anywhere near here. It's my favorite. Anyway. And, uh, <laughs> well, we won't give it away, but, uh, this time, this for your upcoming season, we have signed on to do uh, a, a proper episode with the both of us. So enjoy this chemistry that you're getting right now because we're going to bring it in full force in 2022 um yeah uh but yeah the new horror express is also really cool because you get to to like you said you you interview indie directors and of horror genre and it's just like the horror genre is really just it's so interesting to me because Mm -hmm. of like there's a lot of like good horror movies that are on entry level indie type budgets. And it's, it's interesting to see how those can like just immediately jump into, um, to the stratosphere, like squid game came out of nowhere. I feel like, uh, which isn't completely horror, but it's, it's, you know, thriller. E it's yeah. um, Yeah. I still like, I'm, I'm, I mean, by the time this goes out, I might have seen squid game, but uh, uh, um, at this precise moment, I I haven't seen squid game, but it sounds good. And I, I've heard a lot of people compare it to battle Royale, which I love. So like, um, like I'll I'll definitely be checking it out. I'll probably wait till it falls out of favor for several years before I watch it and then go, wow, this is amazing. Which is what I do with every program that's popular. Which, uh, yeah, which is, again, something you get to look forward to in 2022 <laughs> uh, when we come on your show. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Um, but we brought you on for, an, uh, like, I, I don't know if this made it into the cut, but the penultimate episode of our 12 Days of Christmas episodes. Um, and uh, we saved one of Andrew's favorite series for next to last. And... Uh, I don't know how he feels about this episode. We'll find about out about that later on. But we brought you mm. on to talk about the X Files. We're doing an X Files Christmas episode, everyone. How how fun is that? Hey, it's fun. I, that sorry, I constantly sound sarcastic. That 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 was supposed to be energetic. I just um, felt oh, that okay, the X Files okay. would bring something new to the table because a lot of these are like just one cliche after another, <laughs> and and it was a little bit. It was a change of pace, and I appreciated that. Fair mm-hmm. enough, uh, Scott. Do you want we? Our listeners know about Andrew's love for the X Files. They know that I I've seen the series twice at least, uh, all the way through, sure. uh, and I also very much enjoy it. How what what is your relationship with with the X Files? So I am a fan of the X Files, although I feel like I've watched it very sporadically. Mm. Um, so and that's part of the reason. Uh, part of the reason for that is like how it aired in the UK and kind of when I got on board and stuff like that. So I think I got into it when I was maybe about 10 or 11 and um, uh, which is like 95, 96. So it'd been on a couple of years. And uh, in the UK, it was shown like a kind of year behind um, when it uh, when it was in the States. And because like with a lot of American shows uh, in the UK, it would like air in the States in full. Then it would air on like Sky, um, Mm. which is like pay television 
and then it would air on like you know terrestrial television on like the, mm-hmm. the BBC or whatever. Um, and uh, often it was uh, when I was a kid, it was on like past my bedtime and, and stuff like that. So it was I was relying on kind of like seeing videos from cousins and stuff like that. So I you know I've I'm not there's not a kind of proper chronological order, but I've always been a fan of the show. And I've seen I've seen I've seen most of it and I've seen both movies. Um and I also I've seen like The Lone Gunman and Millennium oh, and wow. stuff like that. So I'm definitely um a, a fan of the X Files world franchise, you know. Uh, I have not seen The Lone Gunman or uh Millennium is that what it was? What Millennium, was? yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I think Lance Henriksen's great. So like, um, I mean, he's starred in a lot of bad films, um, but he's usually good in them. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, um, I think Andrew, you've seen both of those as well, right? Uh, I don't think I've seen Millennium actually. Oh, um, but it is nice that it's all on Hulu now. Uh, the X Files, and it was a couple years back that they released the like the HD version because that hadn't mm-hmm. been available for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But some of the um like transition scenery or or stuff that they used is still like low def but i've never watched the series with the new in the higher quality so i do need to get back okay. and watch it again i do appreciate mm-hmm. that uh in the u.s on hulu that they have in in the series the uh the first movie because yeah the last time i rewatched it i had to like pirate i mean allegedly find it on other <laughs> sources to stream um <laughs> Yeah, be very careful what you say there, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, they because they I think they had to fight the future on Netflix, but they didn't have the the one that's actually advances the story between season five right. and six. Um, so yeah, it, oh, it, right, yeah, it felt it. It was I had to go from Netflix quality to um a poor streaming service quality. Yes, <clears throat> but I yeah I I. I appreciated that it was on Hulu now. I might have to go back and rewatch the series again. And let's not uh, forget that I think um, Vince Gilligan was, I believe, a writer and executive producer on this show. Most people uh-huh. know him as the creator of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. So mm-hmm. I just feel like there were a lot of really talented people working on this show. And when you go back and watch it, it really is evident to me, honestly. I do. I do have a very important question for the two of you. Um, within the last, I think it was five years, uh, we got a season 10 and 11 of the X-Files. Did either of you watch that and have thoughts? I watched season 10, but not which was like 2016, but I never caught season 11, which was like 2018. Right. So like, and I remember, um, I remember watching season 10 and enjoying it, not loving it. It wasn't like peak X-Files, but mm. I remember being kind of uh, middling on it being like, this is enjoyable. I, I, I think it's pretty good, but it's 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 not amazing. But it, it was just kind of cool to see uh, like, um, you know, Mulder and Scully reunited and stuff like that after, after being away for a while. Yeah. I'll be honest, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember them distinctly. Or was the 11th one with the new characters that we were supposed to like that they kept cramming down our throats that we know that like? was, that was 10, uh, that was 10, that was 10. And then it ends yeah. with, um, spoiler alert, um, Mulder getting abducted by that triangle ship. Oh yeah. The triangle ship. And then at yeah. the beginning of season 11, spoiler alert again, sorry, Scott. Uh, they've had enough time to watch it. Um, 
it's it was like it was either all a dream or season 11 is a prequel to that i i couldn't uh, all i know is it was indecipherable in season 11 something has happened to david duchovny's face and it looked weird to me (laughs) that's the Uh, only thing i remember from season 11 plastic surgery or lack of plastic surgery i don't know but uh i mean here's the thing i love the show so much that even if it's awful Mm -hmm. i will consume anything if there's a season 12 I will watch it. Even if it's terrible, mm, I have I th- to watch it. I think uh, Gillian Anderson, is that how you pronounce it? Jill- Jillian, I think. Damn Jillian. It. Uh, Jillian. I always get confused because some people are like, it's it's spelled Gillian, but pronounced Jillian. And then some people mm. are like, it's spelled Jillian, but pronounced Gillian. I think she's in British stuff now exclusively. Uh, she was in Not Good Omens. The She was in... She was like the the media god in uh, something recently, and I feel like it was uh, um, a Neil Gaiman type book that was adapted into TV, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it was called. New Gods, American Gods, something like that. Uh, but yeah, she's. I think she said after after season eleven, she didn't want to come back for season twelve. Oh boy, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. But there was a cliffhanger, so it's like. You need to come back. We need a movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that was that was my one important question for for the both of you. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and for those of you that are listening to this that don't know anything about the X Files, the X Files is an American science fiction drama television series created by Chris Carter. Uh, it originally ran from 1993 to 2002 on Fox. And it spanned nine seasons with 202 episodes before coming back for, as we just talked about, a 10th and 11th season. And there were two movies. Um, it's a, it revolves around the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, um, <laughs> agents Fox Mulder and Dana Scully, who investigate the X-Files, um, which Wikipedia categorized as marginalized and unsolved cases involving paranormal phenomenon. Uh, Mulder is a true believer and Scully is a medical doctor slash skeptic, um, which I think really plays into the episode that we watch. Well, she's like the ultimate skeptic because she'll literally see like an actual alien and then be like, that can't have actually happened. <laughs> it's like <laughs> she has Ga- gases proof. flew into the air that hit light coming down from the sun to make it look like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reflected off the uh, was it like light from Mercury reflected off some swamp gas? Uh, we- yeah, uh, that lit up a weather balloon. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we watched How the Ghosts Stole Christmas, season six, episode six. Is that right? Yes, it is. Yes, that's right. So this takes place after the first movie. This takes place after like the first tight five seasons i want to say because this is me editorializing but i feel like you know you start a show you have five five season plan and they capped it off with a movie at the height of its popularity and then it starts to get a little wonky um uh, uh, you know six and seven are good but they don't capture the the originality and uh like freshness of the first few seasons Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. you know your star leaves and then your other star leaves and then you're following around the guy from terminator 2 for a season yeah and annabeth gish i think is the woman 
who that that played the yeah, the Terminator guy? Uh, what? Gosh, what, I can't. All of a sudden, Robert Pat- Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert Thank Patrick. you. I was going to say yeah. the wrong name, and I was going to be embarrassed. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, we um, let's dive into how the ghost stole Christmas, which begins with uh, a Christmas Eve stakeout that Mulder decided to just spring on Scully um, as he's watching a house for ghosts. Yeah, but what else does he have to do? Honestly, not ruin his partner's uh, Christmas Eve that she's like last minute buying gifts for her family. For are the gifts in the back of her car not wrapped already? She said she has to get home and wrap them before the morning. Yeah, they looked wrapped so. to me. You know, I didn't look that closely. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> did you? Did yeah, you? I wasn't sure if it was just the wrapping paper protruding from the bags, or like <laughs> I, I can. They kind of look wrapped to me too, but um, it's like. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like maybe she she was just she she really didn't want to go on this mission yeah. and, and just be like and just be yeah. I definitely have to wrap these <laughs> these presents. I, I loved her little line as well of being like, um, "If I hear Silent Night one more time, I could I could have killed somebody." And yeah. I, I just wanted like a little uh, you know scene before the scene we got where she's just in like a mall. Just a silent night blaring, and she said, "You can just see her boiling, just be like, oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack." <laughs> like, like if if the X Files had a family, it had one place to put a Family Guy style flashback, that would be yes, yeah, the, the cutaway. That would be the perfect cutaway. Yes, I, I would be down. We should, we should imagine like the a re, a recut of this episode while we're going through it. Yeah, because uh, I would be down for for seeing that scene as well. Um, I just want to ask how is Scully still a skeptic? We just talked about this, but how is she still a skeptic at this point? The last episode was a two-parter where she had to put Mulder's soul back in his body. Thank and, you. No, and, it was it was swamp gas that reflected off of a weather balloon. And <laughs> I know she was knocked out for this part of the movie at the end of the movie, but the, the alien spaceship takes off and flies out over her into the horizon, and then she's like, what was that, Mulder? And he's like, God damn it. And then it's like she wakes up and there's like a 500, you know, I'm going to say meter yawning chasm in the ice. And she's like, what's yeah. that? The, the, <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't worry about it. I, I think warming. that's true. I think like, um, <laughs> you know, the kind of early seasons of the X-Files, they kind of they kind of got away with it of just mm-hmm. being like, oh, yeah, you can see why she's a skeptic. But as the series went on, you did start <laughs> thinking like. Does she like reset every episode? Is it like the men in black thing where somebody does the thing in front of her eyes and, and then she so it's like, oh, I've just forgotten all that. Yeah. Yeah. The neuralizer. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, I think uh, global warming, BP was there. You know, these things happen. I guess uh, we could have said shell. Either way. And of course, she drove all the way out there. Like, well, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure neither of them are like on the clock at this point. And she drove all the way out there to meet him. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, because at that isn't time, an, this isn't an X file, this is just a, a, a Mulder Lark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at that time, they had cell phones too. I think the early seasons, they may like very first season, they may not have had cell phones. I don't remember, but then, like, at this point, you'd be like, No, I'm not coming out there, yeah, <laughs> I'm going home. 
she came all the way out there to say, I'm not going to come out here. Um, and then she, she had the ultimate line with the, don't you have somewhere to be on Christmas Eve? And it's like, no, her sister, his sister was, was abducted by <laughs> yeah. aliens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's dark. That's, that's such an evil thing to say. Yeah, remember like, that time your father was taken away from you? Isn't his father dead at this point? And like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. And he doesn't know spoilers who his biological father is. Um, or that he has an actual different biological father. Also, his biological father's dead at this point, isn't he? I don't remember. I haven't watched it in, in forever. Um, Can I just say the other thing with this show is why do they have the most ineffective flashlights I've ever seen? Their flashlights <laughs> see they do not illuminate anything except the camera when it points toward the camera for effect. But they're like the weakest flashlights I've ever seen. <laughs> But at one point, I think they get like the big ones with like the, you know, like the giant with rectangular like the battery, D, D batteries, like the floodlight um, one. I do feel like they get those later, but like these tiny little flashlights are just won't do. You know, it, it's, it was we were trying to build the economy back up. You can't <laughs> you can't be spending all all your money on flashlights That's uh, true. for the FBI. Um, I, so I think at that point in the story, Boulder it's not clear whether the ghosts steal her keys or Mulder has stolen her keys. I do believe Mulder has stolen the keys. Really? Based yeah, on the later thing. Yeah. At any point in the episode, that's all. It's always kind of open ended whether that whether uh, the ghosts or it. Mulder stole the keys. I am with Andrew. I think that Mulder's uh, stole the keys. It's very I'm Mulder. Just yeah. Yeah. But- on yeah. Christmas Eve, though, that's that's another dick thing. Like I know it really know. is, though. You're right. <laughs> A little. I do. I do want to say, like in that opening scene, I, I like how the opening scene really establishes the tone of the episode and how it's kind of like a like a funnier one. Um, mm. And I, I like some of the funny epi- X Files yeah. episodes. Yeah. Like Bad Blood is one of my favorite X Files episodes. Um, from the vampire one, where you see it from uh, um, both yeah. of their perspectives. And um, uh, that's that's a fun episode. But anyway, um, so like when Scully says to Mulder and when he's telling her like what's going on about the the ghosts and stuff and she goes, what is that? Is that the sound of a hound baying on the moor? And it just like perfectly sets up like I thought that was a really good line. This is what we're doing. (laughs) Like no one in real life would ever say anything like that. But I thought it was a great line. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's like one of those conversations. It's one of those very kind of like TV movie conversations. It's like a kind of scream thing or you know whatever, like so, so something like that. So, so, so yeah, it's not a real conversation. It's like um, the other one on TV. People always say "look" before they say "look." I want to talk to you. No one says that. I've never heard anyone say "look" with a comma and then proceed to say what they're saying. That's it's a nineties thing. Uh, yeah. I I mean I I noted in my notes. It's like. They like both. It's just the two of them for most of the episode, and then like maybe two other people. They really had to like memorize just like full on soliloquies between talking to each other. Like that's, I know that's that's like the um Vince Gilligan. Is it Vince Gilligan or Chris yeah. Carter? Like style uh, of writing. Both. Yeah. Yeah. They're but- they're very they're very good at just like. And both the actors are just very good at just regurgitating like so many, so much. That's a lot. I bet that's really hard to learn. But I, I, when you sent me that text, first of all, I'm going to admit something. I had to look up soliloquy because I didn't know the, I didn't know what that meant. And then as soon as I started watching the episode, I was like, my God, that is all they do. (laughs) Uh, I I realized Scully's line. I'm afraid, but it's an irrational fear. 
Like she was um, admitting she had the fear. Yes. But it was okay because it was irrational. It, yeah, that was a little bit weird. Uh, because she was like, I'm not afraid because it's all you have to do is think rationally. Well, I guess it's like if you're afraid of roller coasters, rationally, they're fairly safe and you're not going to die, but oh. you're still scared. You know, the last time I was on a roller coaster, uh, Kayla, your, Andrew's wife, uh, I think the three of us mm-hmm. were in Vegas like 10 years ago, 11, nine uh, years yes, ago. The Adventure Dome at Circus Circus. And Andrew didn't want to go on a roller coaster. Uh, his wife really loves roller coasters. And I'm like, oh, this is a this is a, a measly roller coaster. I could I could. I can handle this one. I'll take one for the team. And uh, as we're just like slowly going up this rickety roller coaster, uh, Kayla's sitting next to me, just like chattering away because I think that's her yeah. nervous tick. She she talks a lot, and I'm just like, I am going to kill you. <laughs> like in my head, I'm just like, stop talking, stop talking. I'm stressing out here. And um, I don't and know then, why we were talking about roller coasters. And then after that, someone spat on us from an overpass. Um, what? And we got Hep C. Remember? No. <laughs> we were going like on a water ride, and there was a bridge that went over it, and someone spat over the edge. You remember that? No, that might have been when you knew. Were, I don't in remember any case, that part. In case you were wondering, Circus Circus is the literal armpit of Las Vegas. I would not recommend it. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we, we, we yeah, got we off got on a tangent track. there. Um, yeah. Uh, Mulder mentions that there's was, were three double murders in the last 80 years on Christmas Eve <laughs> at this place. <laughs> like, and that's why he's staking it out and uh, with Scully. Like, well, I mean, he's in the FBI. It is a crime, but I, I like how in your notes, it makes me laugh because 80 years on Christmas Eve, dot, 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 safe. <laughs> I meant to put an ellipsis, but an extra period. No, the extra dot makes there. it funnier somehow. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, and then, uh, Mulder scares you with the, the flashlight gag where you, you put a flashlight into your face and, um, yeah. Has that ever actually scared anyone? No, but of course in TV. Yeah. (laughs) Scares people in TV and movies a lot, but I I don't think it's ever. I mean, I guess if I was in a situation like that, it might be more scary and also sort of inappropriate Mm. considering what's going on. (laughs) Uh yeah, speaking of what was going on, they they find uh two two dead bodies under the floorboard that are dressed exactly like Mulder and Scully, which is spooky. That's and when the episode started to get off. familiar to me. Like I I have seen obviously I've seen this before, but it's been a very long time and that was when I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this now." It, at the same yeah, I it took me a little bit longer, but like at the first half of this episode I was like, "I for the life of me, cannot remember watching this episode. <laughs> um, but I was the same. It was it was later. It was slightly later on um, that um, it's when one of the other actors uh, appears. Um, is when I was like, oh yeah, I think I have seen this. Uh, <laughs> old ghost couple. It's starting to come yeah. back to me. Ed Asner. <laughs> I because from the synopsis, I thought it was the episode. I I think it was the episode before it, like where he's body swapped or something or I, I thought it was the episode where they were like on a ship and then they're in like the 1940s somehow no that's a different that one's really good that's the with the Bermuda Triangle that's what it was and yes. they're like different people but that's like one of my favorite episodes the uh, weird ship time travel one. Oh yeah I remember that one yeah, yeah it's pretty cool oh, good good episode I was, I was hoping it was that this episode but this was a good ep- I mean yeah this it was, was a good. fun episode um 
where to go from here. Uh, so they meet, they meet, uh, they get separated in a single room and they keep like trying to exit the room and enter the room. But there's like a brick wall or something. That was a funny sequence. I enjoyed that. The, yeah. the door gag where they would exit and enter the same. same yeah. Room. Yep. Yep. And they tried to go through the other door thinking it would just take them back through. And then it didn't. Yeah. Th- that, that worked for me. That worked for me. And then we, I also a- wanted to mention like, yes. uh, that, uh, the in terms of like the kind of quirkiness of the episode that uh the the score worked for me as well that mm-hmm. kind of tinkly mm-hmm. harpsichord kind of baroque uh, thing that they were doing i thought like that added to the atmosphere of the episode uh, or i my- even made a joke about how wouldn't it have made more sense to uh have have um killed themselves on halloween <laughs> yes <laughs> because it felt very like a halloween episode which is so like the x-files to take you know, a warm, fuzzy holiday and turn it into a creepy holiday. But the wife yeah. was like, no one, no one feels despair on Halloween. Eh. Or the, the ghost wife was like, no one feels despair <laughs> on Halloween. If there's that much despair in your life, you're probably feeling it most days. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you, I, later in the episode, what does Mulder say? He's like only 365 more shopping days until what like what, what that was a really funny line but i can't remember the exact way that he put it until next christmas uh, yeah but it was like shopping days of misery only, three, only 365 more shopping days until even more loneliness yeah uh, that's what it was which exactly. i think I really that. complements like the the line from lily tomlin where she says yeah you know um who feels um who who's filled with futility and hopelessness on, on halloween um, <laughs> <laughs> wait that was lily Tomlin? Yeah. And then Ed Asner, obviously, uh, was the other guy. Yeah. Duh. Okay. I did not, apparently, didn't do enough research. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> those people look familiar for some reason. Uh, yeah. We're introduced to an elderly couple, that each split off with Mulder and Scully, and we eventually discover they're ghosts and they're Jewish. Um, <laughs> I like that line. Where's your Christmas tree? We're Jewish. Boo. Yeah, um, and then uh, I, I think Boulder, I, I think she reveals her gun sh- or a well, giant hole in her stomach to. to well, they, they kind of try and psychologically toy with them uh, first because, mm-hmm. like yes. Ed Asner has a conversation with Mulder where he claims to be a paranormal psychologist, and then does a kind of yeah. like pop psychology read of Mulder and calls him uh, and an, like. Uh, self-righteous narcissist um and um yeah it's, it's quite a fun little scene well, and asner goes down this whole like psychoanalysis thing which is obviously just like what Mulder would project onto him mm. and then at the end of ed asner's whole thing Mulder's just like paramasturbatory <laughs> i love that line so much because when he first said paramasturbatory i just laughed and then it's just he, he, skips, whole he, he waits a beat and he's just like paramasturbatory yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was good i guess we could also point out when uh the uh, when scully meets her first ghost she for an fbi agent has a hell of a hard time pulling her gun on an old woman yeah how long is it gonna take her to draw her weapon i mean that was, that that was a good ridiculous that was a good minute was it not <laughs> the, of her just like trying yeah. to pull her gun out of her her the back of her belt yeah it was, it was strange yeah. um yeah, there's a police brutality joke to be made there, um, but I won't make it. Sorry. 
so um I also like the line, I don't show my hole to just anyone when she <laughs> reveals she was a ghost yeah. to Mulder. The lowest um, of oh. lowbrow humor, but yet I approve. <laughs> no, I, I giggled at that as well. I, I, I got I got it see. Oddly yeah. enough, that was the moment I uh, started to vaguely remember the episode, uh, is what I've noted. Oh, uh, where, where I um, remembered the episode, for some reason, is when Ed Asner appeared. Like, when he first appeared, uh, oh, I was just, like, oh, okay, I think I have seen this. I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, my, my notes kind of trail off at this point. I, <laughs> I have, uh, again, threatening a ghost with a gun. Um, yeah, that became a bit outrageous, but obviously Scully still knew, thought they were people. True, and I guess one of them was corporeal because Mulder touched touched them. Yeah, um, yeah. But then they both shoot each other. Uh, Mulder and Scully shoot each other, or at least were were led to believe at some point. They I shoot believe each the other. ghosts took the form of yeah, Mulder, Mulder and or Scully and confused them, which yeah, confused. They, yeah. Me because you see yeah, Asner pulling pulling her back as both Mulder and and him. So I was like, is she possessing him? I I, I was confused. Yeah, um, I, a bit before that, like oh, yeah. I, I, talking about the confusing things in the episode. That something that they do not explain uh, in the episode um, is when Mulder is in the library. And it has that scene where it's like, oh, I don't just show my whole to, to anyone. And then we get retold the story of the, the Star-Crossed Lovers, which uh, we get told at the start of the episode. And then he pulls um, a book uh, off, off the bookcase that, that has the title of the episode on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we read about the suicide pact again. And so, um, oh yeah, I agree. In, the telling, in, the t- in both tellings of the story, they're a young couple. And Mulder asks, like, how have you, how have you aged, or like, what happened there? Like, I thought you were like uh, young Starcross lovers, and it's never explained. Huh. And I, um, I was like, I was like, um, are they? Do they just think of themselves as old now, so they're appearing as old to them, or like, I, you know, it's just age. not. Yeah. That reminds me of two things. One is when she's trying to find the book, she keeps pulling them out with presumably some kind of magic or whatever. Yeah. Like nope, ghost powers. Nope, like ghost powers. powers. Nope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you had that sort of ghost power, wouldn't you just know which freaking book it was to begin with? You'd just be like, give me the one book that I need. You don't have to like filter through all of them. That seems stupid. Yeah. Y- you're a that ghost. seems odd as well, because you think that that would be the book that they pull out every time on every haunting because yeah. that's their story. Hmm, right. Where did I put that as a, on the coffee table as a ghost? You gotta be spooky about it. Right. Uh, I mean, okay. Show off some of your ghost powers, but I like, so you think she was just stalling for time? Uh, yeah. yeah to, I think it was a bit of uh, some ghost powers. And the other thing is, so they never really talked about how they were killed. You said whether it was a suicide pact or did mm. one kill one and then kill themselves? Did well, suicide? I think it was a murder suicide. Murder suicide I think suicide, um, yeah. it's implied that he like killed her and then he killed himself. Yeah. Did he, did he shoot her with a cannon? What? Like, what's the, <laughs> that is, I mean, how are you? There's I mean, a giant hole. You're committing yeah, a murder suicide <laughs> and you get a civil war cannon out. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. To me. It well, does. They, it does seem crazy that it's like, it's like, it's like her whole like stomach <laughs> has gone and then he's got like the the headshot of like a handgun so like a mm-hmm. cannon for her but it's just like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, to, to be fair if 
they've been haunting for at least 80 years. That would have been 1917 is the year that 19? this all happened. Oh, okay. yeah. in the beginning. Oh, maybe he, he clearly, uh, you know, stole a cannon from the first world war. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, what was I going to say? It was a civil war reenactor. <laughs> yeah. Gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, they look like people that would do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I, I lost my, my train of thought. I had, I had one more point for that, but no, you, I lost it. I don't know. There's some Someone comedian that me. does a joke about uh, having a cannonball wound and in his bit, one of the things is him like putting ointment around the edge of the wound and it's, it's really funny. I'll send you the link after this. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, the murders. Oh, that's what it was. Murder, suicide. They kept saying murder, suicide. It's like, did, did Ed Asner come home and find her with another lover or like, why did, yeah, that did, seems a bit aggressive. Like, why not just both take poison? You yeah. know, is it a Romeo and Juliet thing? I, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> yes. Mulder don't, does don't, say at the start of the episode that like, um, they just, they kind of just couldn't be without each other and they didn't want to. You know, they they were um, they were kind of uh, both young and and uh, you know, like kind of at their peak, and they wanted to kind of call it oh. quits there. That's that was the implication wow. at the start yeah. of the, when when he's in the car talking about it. Like we like, had a good oh, run, like didn't we? Only couple, and um, they wanted their, their their love to be forever at that moment. And now they're stuck in this house. With, that's, with that's such fun. a nice, with such a nice house too. Heartwarming, that's, yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> both Mulder and Scully are bleeding out as they, mm-hmm. uh, have been sh- shot by, uh, ghost Lily Tom, Tom, oh, wow. Can't even say her last name by the female ghost. Um, <laughs> and oh, I, I should, I should say, by the yeah. way, I don't know if any, uh, either of you laughed at this, but, uh, Scully's shocked I've been shot face is brilliant. Like oh, her absolutely. kind of <gasps> And then she takes like five minutes to collapse. I, I thought that was um yeah. it wasn't quite Alan Rickman standard, <laughs> but you know, it was it was moving towards that kind of territory. Absolutely. Thank you for that reference. That's perfect. Um and uh yeah, uh, it was at that point that I was like I don't recall them dying in this. Uh, yeah, exactly. In the middle of this this uh, series, um, and it's revealed that they neither of them were actually shot. They they were trying to the ghosts were trying to make them think they were shot so that they would shoot each other, um, which I think is a cop out ending. I just figured that out because I was like, wait, they were shot. You can't just be unshot, <laughs> but ghosts can't really hurt you, so. They gave they like made them think they were shot, but I think that's the only reason they could like crawl down the hallway is because if you were truly shot like that, you'd just be dead. There was so much blood, so yeah. much blood. Yeah. But in reality, they weren't actually shot; they were just dragging themselves around. And then at the end, they're just like normal again, right? Um, so because it was uh, all in their mind, and they just uh, they just like tear ass out of that uh, driveway. <laughs> they would jump with their cars, just take <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, and yes. I was because as it was panning away, I'm like, so the meaning of Christmas is murder suicide. <laughs> everyone knows that. God uh, bless us, everyone. 
Um, all through the house, not a creature was stirring because they had all killed each other. What? And the, well, oh my gosh, that's then, horrible. Uh, the kind of epilogue to the episode was uh, Mulder fell asleep watching uh, a Christmas was, Carol. A it's, Christmas, uh, okay. it's, it's one of the versions of a Christmas Carol starring Alistair Stinn. Wow, but he knows like, his stuff. <laughs> I, at first, I was going to comment like, "Why is he watching like a 14 inch CRT black and white television?" I remembered it was, it was the, 90s. the 90s. Like that's what my parents had a 13 inch TV. That's what I watched the X Files on when it was on syndication. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's working in black and white television. It's just a black and white film. Sure, uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but it's uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and then uh, Scully shows up unannounced because she can't sleep due to her. I don't know. Well, was, I was swamp gas. It was uh, I assume yes. it was a gas leak. That's that. That's her justification. She never says it outright, but how is she not? Uh, how is she still a skeptic? Um, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really strange. I don't know what happened. It must have uh, just been a bad dream. Um, yeah, you, I was, it's, um, I, I have in my notes, you drove to meet him at 11 PM Christmas Eve. Of course you wanted to be out there with him, Scully. Exactly. And then they banged. <laughs> that's, that's my head cannon for the ending of the episode. Uh, what actually happened is they exchange, uh, small Christmas gifts, which they both said they weren't going to do. Yeah. Um, and then it but this does seem like a kind of building block, like, cause as far as I remember, they're not in a relationship at this point. Right. Right. So like this, I mean, and it is like the ghosts kind of keep telling them that like, um, cause the ghosts view them as a couple and kind oh, of keep right. telling Correct. them that like, uh, you know, like the, the feelings they have for each other and like feelings, what are you talking about? Um, you know, so like the, there's a lot of kind of building blocks in this episode for the, you know, like the future relationship, but their bond allows them to escape alive. So maybe it's stronger than they realize i mean from a, exactly from a very mm-hmm. meta perspective the ghosts were the audience just yelling at them to get together yeah basically yes and i like also like the ghosts have like their before the kind of epilogue with Mulder and skelly the ghosts have their kind of own epilogue All right. um by the fireplace and the funny thing about that is like they don't seem all that annoyed they just seem like kind of like sitting by the fireplace, like, ah, shucks, that one get got away. Oh, better luck next Christmas, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These people are like relatively homicidal. It, it's, it's kind of uncool, honestly. <laughs> free, free advertisement for next year, you know? Um, yeah. They, unless Scully, Mulder and Scully don't tell anyone about the experience. I feel like Mulder would tell everyone about that experience, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Also, like, I, I wasn't quite sure. There's something else that's not explained in the episode. At one point, um, uh, Ed Asner makes this comment about, like, oh, you know, like, ages ago, you know, we used to get, like, years to torture people and stuff like now. And now we're, like, uh, now it's just, we've just got Christmas Eve. And I was, like, is, is there some sort of, uh, like, um, I, I have the answer to that one. Okay. Uh, uh, what what they meant was um, because they had said people had moved into the house. So, right. 
They but then torture. the legend was that it happens Christmas Eve, so that's when people come. They would now tor- that it's foreclosed or whatever. Or right. Condemned. Uh, okay. they, they would okay. torture. They would torture the the residents up until Christmas Eve, which is when they would kill themselves. Uh, Correct. Okay, okay. So that has this reputation and, and for Christmas Eve being the day, and yeah, yeah the, this one night they only they only had like one hour to get them to kill each other. Or yeah. Uh, okay. But okay. If, no, that makes sense. If it were, if it were um, in this decade, then like the Property Brothers would just go in there and put in like. One of those cascading countertops on the kitchen island and sell it for like two million dollars. That's the guy that married Zoe Deschanel. No, that's the HGTV show with the two brothers from Canada that renovate houses. Pretty sure know. one of them's dating Zoe Deschanel. That's probably true. Oh, okay. Uh, any final <laughs> thoughts on the episode uh, before we count, close this one out? It's a classic. Um, it made me want to rewatch the X Files, so I, now I have to do that. Same. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. same. I, I think is I think is a really good episode. Um, I think that like uh, Dakovny and and Julian Anderson are like really good in it. And as Asner and Lily Tomlin, they're both very funny actors, and they're they're very funny here. And it's it's sharply scripted, and it's yeah, it's just an all round just really entertaining episode i'm right i'm really glad of all the 12 uh, episodes um, that you gave to me to, to possibly come on i i came out on this one uh, we're i mean happy to have you for it something has to be said about the fact that like go watch you know two three episodes of chicago pd or fire or med and then watch this and you're just gonna oh. see that the quality of this show is really really good and i just don't think there's a lot on tv right now that matches the quality of some of these 90s shows well i mean clearly nothing on cvs is anywhere near, near yeah this, <laughs> very but, true <laughs> um all right uh i guess that's it for this holiday edition of namely 90s tune in tomorrow for the conclusion to our 2021 Ooh. 12 days of christmas specials <laughs> thank you to scott murphy of all 90s action all the time and new horror express for coming on the show can you let our listeners know where to find you? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, well, uh, all nineties action all the time. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at nineties action. Um, that's all one thing. And, um, uh, you can find us in a variety of ways for new R express. There is the website, www.newhorrorexpress.com. Um, there is Twitter at New Horror EXP. And uh, I'm also on Facebook. And yeah, that's it. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s or find our personal accounts at Bschwitty and at Namely Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely90s also with a 90s. And finally, you can contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. Please, uh, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, I Want to Believe, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts at. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and thank you one final time to Scott. Uh, I wrote from Namely 90s. You're not from Namely 90s. You're from uh, all 90s action all the time. If you want me to find once you're on a triple threat, you know, that that would be your your triple threat. Thank you to Scott from all 90s action all the time and New Horror Express. Please check those out. Give him some love and tune in tomorrow for the conclusion for our 12 days of Christmas specials. And we'll catch you for day 12. I keep saying that over and over again. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
Well done, everybody.